Hello, everybody. Welcome back to today's episode of the Chicago Sports Insider Podcast. Start today's episode off talking about the Chicago Cubs, who did make a move today. Yesterday or today was not as active as yesterday was when it came to the entire MLB. Uh, there were only a couple moves. Uh, one move the Cubs made was that they signed former Yankees outfielder Clint Frazier uh, to a one-year, $1.5 million contract. So uh, I think this is a pretty nice signing for the Cubs. Frazier, uh, former top prospect with Cleveland, was traded to the Yankees and uh, never really worked out with the Yankees. He always had a pretty solid glove um, in New York, but never really found his uh, his bat and ended up getting DFA'd before the season started. So I think in Chicago, you know, if he's able to you know, get his bat going a little bit, I think he could honestly be a pretty nice option this season with the Yankees. Uh, he, hit one, he hit 186 with five home runs and 15 RBIs, but he did play a very strong defensive game. Uh, he's 27 years old right now. And, uh, you know, I think he still does have some potential, uh, maybe to be a, to be a bit of an Adam Freight, uh, not Adam Freight, an Adam, uh, Adam Engel guy for the White Sox. You know, the White Sox use Engel, um, <clears throat> Besides for, 20, besides for his 2020 year, I mean, he never really was a amazing hitter. You know, he always sort of struggled at the plate, but he played great defense. Uh, he was a strong runner. So um, there was a lot of, you know, he was able to be, you know, be in the lineup for moments when they needed a strong defensive game in the outfield. And I think Clint Frazier can sort of be uh, that similar player for the Cubs. So I honestly like the deal for uh, for Chicago here. And if he doesn't work out, he's a pretty easy guy to uh, to move in the, uh, you know, at the trade deadline or, you know, possibly just simply DFA. So uh, I like the move here for the uh, for the Cubs. And then some more Cubs news. The Cubs are apparently hot and heavy in discussion with Marcus Stroman. So Marcus Stroman, the uh, former Blue Jays and Mets pitcher. I honestly would really like another addition of Marcus Stroman. The pitching for the Cubs was very lackluster last year. So Stroman, uh, who was 10-13 and 13 with a 3.02 ERA, would honestly be a really nice addition. He's 30 years old. Um, no, he was I, my guess was he was going to go back to the Mets and end up not doing that. So, um, or he ended up right now apparently not being uh, not being very interested in the Mets. So, I honestly would like this move for the Cubs. Um, you know, they linked a couple smaller deals, but I think this would be the uh, the big deal for them this offseason if they were to bring in a guy like Marcus Stroman. I think he could could honestly fit into a timeline of them possibly wanting to compete if they were to sign him to a uh, to a long term deal here. There has been some pitchers on the market who have been getting some pretty big money. You know, Robbie Ray uh, was one of those guys. Kevin Gossman. So uh, no, they've been there's been some pretty big contracts handed out to pitchers. So I'd expect the Cubs to probably have to pay up here. But um, if they were to bring in bring in Stroman, I think he'd be a very nice addition be the ace of this staff and I think he'd uh, really work out well for the Cubs now let's turn to some NBA talk uh, the Bulls today announced that point guard Kobe White has tested positive for COVID-19 for COVID and will miss a couple of games so he'll enter the health and safety protocol and will miss at least 10 days and, and uh, unless he yields two negative tests within 24 hours so uh, Bulls will have four games over those over that uh, 10 game span or that 10 day span so uh, his availability for December 11th with the Miami Heat uh, will be definitely in doubt here that would be a big game as well but uh kobe white averaging 6.1 points per game 1.3 assists through his nine appearances so far with this season with chicago after coming off that shoulder surgery in the offseason but he has had some big games where uh know where he's really gone off so i think uh losing kobe white will be a tough will be a i think a tough a uh, tough loss there you know he's had his moments where he's looked really bad he's had his moments where he's looked really good um but you no know, you cannot deny the fact that he's been a pretty nice spark off the bench uh but i think it's now give some more some more action to a guy like i Odusumu, uh, who I think 
think has done a very strong job so far. I think it will need uh, depend. Will be depending a lot more on Lonzo Ball in the in the uh, the offense. So. Honestly, really like the uh, you know, really like the chance a guy like Io Desumu is going to get here with uh, Kobe White gone, but hopefully uh, he's not out uh, not out too significantly long here uh, for the Bulls, and hopefully they'll have him back soon. The Bulls will be taking on the Knicks tomorrow at six thirty uh, in New York, so that's going to be a tough matchup there. Knicks currently on the season are sitting at 11 and 10 they have not gotten off to the best start this year but they played the bulls uh very well that first game the bulls were defeated by the uh by the knicks and then that second game bulls defeated the knicks at home so uh they've the Knicks have played the Bulls incredibly well. They've had some very close games so far this year. Then they've had some games where they've gotten uh, blown out. But right now, uh, this should be a tough matchup for the Bulls in this one. And then they'll take on the Nets on the 4th on Saturday. So uh, Bulls will be taking on uh, basically all in New York here. But hopefully they're able to pick up a win here despite the uh, the Kobe White positive test. Uh, and then some Bla- and some Blackhawks news. The Blackhawks have made some roster moves. They have sent down forward Philip Kurashev and have recalled Josiah Slavin from AHL Rockford. So Kurashev uh, heading down to the AHL after that very strong 2020 season where he ended up putting up 16 points in 54 games. Uh, he's now put up five points through 19 games. And, uh, and the Hawks have, cho- have chosen to send him down. He's a 22-year-old uh, forward. Like I said, last season was a pretty strong year for him but uh this season it's been a little bit of a struggle he's at times been scratched from the lineup so i guess you no know, maybe they're trying to send him down to rockford to give him some playing time here uh, and then josiah slavin has been called up the brother of jacob slavin a uh, a player on the carolina hurricanes and uh right now slavin this season in rockford has 15 in 15 games played has eight points four points uh four goals and four assists so um, I think Slavin, you know, the former seventh round pick of the Blackhawks uh, in the 2018 year. Uh, I don't think many people were expecting him to get here. So uh, not sure where he's going to be at. Uh, no, Bury's going to be at long term with the Hawks, but uh, he will be with the team for their game tomorrow against the Washington Capitals. He will be with them for the road trip as well uh, through the East Coast here. So the Hawks, like I said, taking on the Capitals tomorrow at six o'clock in Washington. Capitals been off to a great start this year, 14, four and five. Uh, at this point in the year so uh, should be a tough test there for the Hawks and they'll be taking on the New York Rangers and the New York Islanders uh, Rangers on the season are currently sitting in third in the Metropolitan, 13-4-3. Islanders have gotten off to a very poor start. They're 5-10-2. Uh, they were expected to be a Stanley Cup favorite, and they have uh, really struggled out of the gate here. But that will be their uh, that will be their uh, their road trip here before they head back to Chicago. Uh, and then in some Bears news, uh, Justin Fields is set to return to practice or did return to practice today uh, after he missed all of last week f- with a fractured ribs but uh, Andy Dalton is still expected to get starter reps for the Bears as they uh, prepare for the Arizona Cardinals this is going to be a very tough test Cardinals the best team in the NFL they've beaten some very good teams uh, the LA Rams in particular a very good team there uh, Seahawks as well They've beaten some very good competition so far this year. And uh, I know that's without Kyler Murray and uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who are two 
you know, absolute dominant pieces for that offense. That's without them. They've beaten some very good teams. So um, this should be a very tough game for the Bears here. Justin Fields, we didn't really know his uh, his status for this game, but he is practicing. He is expected to be uh, full participation in, uh, in the upcoming days here. So hopefully we're going to see him uh, be at least active for the game against the Cardinals here. But yeah, it's going to be a very tough matchup. Uh, no, we still have some you know, very unclear things to uh, to say when it comes to the offensive line, um, the offensive line for the Bears at least. So, uh, you know, we, we still have a lot of you know, a lot of question marks here whether or not we're going to uh, to see a guy like like Al Robinson return from his injuries. We're going to see Akeem Hicks return from his injuries. It's all going to be uh, very very interesting to uh, to monitor as we keep going forward here. But right now, uh, hopefully. We are going to see Justin Fields back in the uh, back in the mix here for the Bears as we uh, move forward towards this Arizona Cardinals game and uh, we move forward into the rest of the season here. But that's going to do it for today's episode of the podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in and I'll see you guys tomorrow.